Kia ora and hello. My name is Bernadine Rangi and you are listening to my podcast Catch Up With B. A warm welcome to, to you all. Uh, today is Friday the 1st of November and generally I try and record my podcasts on a fortnightly Monday but as life would have it, life gets busy and obviously gets in the way of me recording my podcast on the odd occasion. So today we are recording podcasts in number six, and the topic for today is smart goal setting. So before I begin, I'd like to start my podcast as I always do. I'd like to pay special tribute and acknowledgement to my parents, to my mother Rowania Robinson and to my father Bernard Arangi as you might have gathered I was named after my dad it's a special tribute and acknowledgement to them I'd also like to pay a special tribute and acknowledgement to the First Nations Aboriginal people and Torres Strait Islander people of Australia uh, obviously Australia is my current home so it only seems fitting to pay special tribute and acknowledgement to the Aboriginal people of Australia and to elders past and present. Right here, ho, the business end of the podcast. A couple of advertisements, I know, how exciting, how exciting. Check if, if you're an online shopper, and I know 99% of us are out there in the world, because obviously if you're online, you're listening to my podcast, um, please check out inspirationonlineshopping.com. Um, it is a, it's a legit website. It's an um, Australian, Brisbane-based website. They sell clothes and many other items for, your, for you, your family, and your pet. So please check them out. And if you use my unique code, and this is all in capitals, block letters, Inspiration 5, so that's I-N-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N, all in capital letters, 5, the number 5. You will get a 5% discount off your purchase, and I will earn a dollar per sale. And of course, I will donate all the money raised um, from sales um, to things I need for the Catch Up With B podcast. So there you go. Please check them out. I have checked them out. I haven't brought anything, but I have checked them out. Now, I currently use the Square app uh, for invoicing for my cleaning business at the moment. Um, if you use my referral link, if you become a merchant, if you use Square, if you use the following referral links, so it's squareup, that's all lowercase, all one word, dot com, forward slash i, forward slash, and the and this last part is um, in capital letters, so it's capital B, S. So if you use that referral link, both parties, and that's you and I, when you when and if you sign up to Square the app for your invoicing and estimates, 
I mean the purchase orders I have to say I found it quite good um, so far I use it uh, for for my cleaning work currently um, and intend to use it for Zumba and fitness classes and all those things if you use that referral link that has my business that's, that's linked to my business both parties receive free um, processing on the thousand dollars in sales for 180 days I think that's pretty good because generally every sale they take it I think two percent so yes please check that out as well so that's square up that's all lowercase all one word s-q-u-a-r-e-u-p dot com forward slash i that's a small letter i forward slash capital b-s so that's c-a-p-i-t-a-l-b-e-s so that's that's the actual name of my business for the cleaning capital b solutions um, please if you're interested please use the link and you and i will get free processing which is very helpful for everyone i think so that's the business end of things out of the way and, and you know every this all these little bits help I think um, so you know in the spirit of networking and helping every, each other out please check out square and please check out um, or check out inspirationonlineshopping.com what a mouthful eh okay now we've got some podcast updates oh, last week I had a big discussion with a friend of mine from New Zealand Roy Mata Riddell Collier who's been having an interesting personal time of late we won't talk about that but what we will talk about is the fact that she has been listening to my podcast she feels motivated and she wishes to collaborate so this weekend um, if we're able to coordinate we are going to record our first collaborative podcast um, and she is going to interview me for that particular podcast because it is most likely that she will share it on her YouTube channel, Ms. Wild Wahine. So that's Ms. Ms. Wild, W I L D, separate word Wahine. So that's W A H I N E. Um, I've checked it out. She obviously hasn't loaded any videos up there for a long time. I think there's Zumba dance videos. A couple of song videos um, so we will be uh, collaborating on um, a, 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 a diverse range of topics I think she's got more of a health spirituality focus but for this first one because she'll be interviewing me um, she'll talk about my time here in Australia I know it's exciting it's nice to have uh, a bit of a change for myself anyway hopefully I can figure out how to record the audio before we do the interview on Sunday <laughs> um, the joys of technology um, it's just nice to work with someone you get different ideas you get you know it's a different vibe you're not just talking to your phone by yourself about yourself so you get to expand a little bit people get to listen to someone else and what I will do, I think, with those in interviews, I will record the audio and share them on my podcast channel. So please check out her 
and I will repeat this at the end as well. Please check out her YouTube channel. The pod, the collaborative podcast will be on this YouTube channel as well. Um, make sure you check it out. It's going to be an interesting interval, I thought. Well, I think you'll find it very informative. Let's say it that way. And I'd be interested to see how um, how it goes. So, um, we'll just do a quick recap of podcast number five. Now, for those of you who were listening to podcast number five, um, it was about mindfulness, meditation, daily prayer, affirmations, mantra. Um, I'm, I still do daily prayer for my own self and I am looking to involve more mindfulness and more meditation practice and affirmations particularly into my daily, um, I'm, I, I'm looking to add that into and make it a daily practice. I'm just trying to fit it all in at the moment, but I will get there. I'm just wondering if anyone found that particular topic interesting. Um, I will try and share it. Uh, any links that I think might be helpful to people um, on uh, on the Catch Up With Me Facebook page like at some point uh, when I get a bit of free time. Um, hope you found it useful. I, I found it useful and very interesting and informative. But I would because... It's a topic that I am very interested in and looking to educate myself more and um, to see what, what's out there in regards to those topics in the big in the big wide world. Now, for those of you who don't live in Australia, there was a very big event on in the news. Um... See, I, I write all, I'm quite serious now. I plan my whole uh, podcast. I write notes down. Um, I always ha generally have an idea of what I'm going to record. Um, I don't follow a script as much, but I'd just like to, for the pace of the uh, podcast to flow. Now... For those of you who live in Australia, for those of you who don't live in Australia as well, for those of folks who live internationally, Uluru, um, also known as Ayers Rock, um, was finally closed to the public uh, to, to be able to, to walk or climb that fantastic, huge, mungalous, gigantic uh, rock out there um there there is plenty there are plenty of news reports um there were, were a lot of you know tourist last dash sort of visits of people wanting to climb uh, uluru before it's closed to the public uh, that happened i think last friday about a week ago on the 25th of November was the last day I believe that the public were able to walk on Uluru to climb Uluru I for myself and I'm not going to get political but um, as an indigenous New Zealander um, 
as a Māori, we, we, we believe that these types of, uh, you know, large formations, mountains, maunga, the sea, um, you know, these inter these huge, especially very large, you know, land formations like here's rock, rock formations, you know, they have significant... Um, they have significant spiritual meaning to indigenous people. Um, if I know for us and for for Maori in New Zealand, you know that they are part of a living, they are living entities. They are part of everyday life. Um, they are you know they are guardians normally. Um, you know, and generally they're involved. Um, and uh, for myself, I can, I can say that, you know, landmarks like mountains, and it's very important. It's part of who you are. It signifies. It's symbolic to where you belong. And depending on your belief, you know, they often are guardians or have spiritual significance. Um, from what I can see of Uluru, and it's all about you know, creation and the dream time and how it came to be formed and um, I, this is my opinion I'm coming from another indigenous culture um, when it was obviously handed back to the traditional owners here within my lifetime actually that's not that long ago, 34 years I believe correct me if I'm wrong in that regard or over 30 years ago anyway 1985, was it 1985? Yes, 1985. When it was handed back to the traditional owners, um, <clears throat> and they had obviously discussed about it then, sort of managing, you know, people scaling in the rock. Um, the thing to think about is this, these are living... To the indigenous people, it has a, a, a significance, whether it's in the story of creation or whether it's a spiritual, you know, guardian or, or whatever the case may be. Now Uluru will get a rest. And the way to think about it is this. If you don't have a belief, the way to think about it is this. This is what I think. Um... Some it depends on your perspective. Obviously, a lot of people uh, have an individual um, idea of I need to scale this rock. This is my right as an Australian to scale this rock. We need to go and climb it. Let's do it. You know that's sort of on the bucket list for a lot of people here. Um, oh, a lot of tourists as well. This is my thinking. In order to protect it, and it's about sustainability, I think. In order to protect, um, you know, and, and preserve, really, Uluru for years to come, there have to be some limits. There have to be some boundaries. Um, and the only way to do that is to have enforceable boundaries. Otherwise, people think... People can be very blasé and have a very blasé approach and all they can think about is the individual good of, cl of climbing it. 
but they, and they're not thinking about the sustainability of it all. They're not thinking about the human um, cost of it all because there have been deaths on Uluru. I think 37, they were saying. Um, yeah, how can you maintain something as significant as that if people don't respect it? If all people are coming from is a mind set of I must climb it, it's on my bucket list. I think in order to sustain, um, you know, and preserve Uluru, there have to be boundaries, there have to be rules. There's rubbish on Uluru, no doubt they clean it, but people don't care. People treat it in a very half pie way in a very dismissive way so obviously they don't didn't respect it they just wanted to climb it so in order to preserve it for future generations in order to make sure that it is, it is respect sometimes you have to put those limits and boundaries in place for people to understand um you know and to become educated about why um shouldn't you shouldn't climb it that that's my opinion and that that comes from a, a an indigenous another Maori indigenous New Zealander where the beliefs are very similar whatever your belief is if you think of it in a practical way sustainability you know preserving the environment making sure people aren't don't keep using it as a rubbish bin and a toilet because it's one thing to, you know, to bankroll the tourism industry. It's obviously a huge industry here in Australia and provides a lot of work for a lot of people. But, you know, there has to be that line between, you know, there has to be a fine line between, you know, pleasing the masses and having Uluru around for the future so that's my that's my point of view about Uluru and, and myself like many other people you know we all sort of said a, a, a quiet hooray and what a triumph uh, for the Aboriginal people um, with these things in regards to land to land ownership going back to traditional owners and and dealing with um, uh, with you know, significant, um, you know, land and significant um, landscapes such as mountains and rock formations. I think in New Zealand we're a little bit ahead. So, you know, the government and, and other entities that deal with Indigenous people, they sort of are a bit further ahead in New Zealand because we've been doing it for a lot longer. So Uluru is very significant. It's the first, there are probably more, but it's the first very significant, um, you know, landscape that I have, you know, that I've heard in my lifetime that's, you know, that the Anangu people have been able to, you know, finally fulfil their wish of preserving Uluru and, you know, um, stopping people going up, climbing up there. Um, it's obviously on my bucket list, but I won't be climbing it. 
So that'll be on my bucket list of many things to do while I'm living here in Australia. Um, check out, there's lots of articles, lots of comments on Facebook, lots of groups, and there's varying opinions. But it's something to be aware of, I think, because it's just everyone knows where everybody, what what is rockers, um, and where is rockers. They probably don't know the Uluru part, and they probably don't know the Anungu people who look after the who are the people of country. That's how they sit here. Uh, you know who are the mob that are associated with, you know, the guardianship of. Um, Uluru. Um, I would uh, become, if you've got a chance to Google it, check it out, see what's out there, become educated. I would gather not many people actually know the Aboriginal history of the rock, so it, it, it's something to become informed and educated about. And I can tell you, it'll have us talking forever and ever and ever and debating. Right, finally on to the podcast, she says 20 minutes in. So today, I, I know I've done this podcast previously in my other Podbean podcasts, but I thought it was timely, particularly after the, the podcast five with the meditation and the affirmations. Um, I thought it was, it was timely to do another, um, another podcast about smart, setting smart goals. And it's going to sort of work in with 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 things that I have future plans for, like life coaching and 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 things like that. Um, and I will give an example from my own life, actually, because that I find that makes things easier. Because so, you can talk about the theory, but if you're not putting it into practice, and you don't show people, uh, uh, you know, the simplest way to put to write a smart goal, then you know, I'm, I'm the type of person who likes to talk from experience, so that I guess that's the easiest way to talk about SMART goals today. Now, there's a lot out there, there's a lot of information about SMART goals. Um, so for those folks who don't know what a SMART goal is, a SMART goal, and obviously S-M-A-R-T, that's SMART, stands for something, so we'll, we'll go through that right now. So goals that are SMART... So S stands for specific, M stands for measurable, A is stands for attainable, R is realistic, and T is for timely. So obviously if you're setting a goal using the SMART framework or model, is the goal specific? Is your goal measurable? Is your goal attainable? Is the goal realistic and is it timely? So as she turns the page, she says, I will go through my own example of a SMART goal. So the goal I wrote for this particular model, and this took me a while actually, I had to really think about it, I had to really sort of, you know, search my brain for it, but I thought I'd do one in regards to the podcast. So, my SMART goal for the podcast is to increase the audience of the Catch Up With B podcast to 10 listeners by February 2020. Now, obviously, that is very a very specific, detailed goal. 
um, it's measurable so it has a um, it's able to be measured so there'll, there'll be a, a, an out measured outcome so uh, obviously it's measurable so increasing the uh, podcast audience to 10 people and that's that will be recorded on the app because it lets me know how many people have actually listened and what the estimated number of listeners are for the podcast. Is it attainable? Uh, can it be done? Yes, of course it can. Um, is it realistic? Yes, it is. Well, relevant. Yes, it's very relevant, particularly um, to the topic at hand today. And is it timely? So the timely part is actually setting a specific date. And um, so we've obviously set February 2020 for this goal to be completed. So that's my SMART goal. And I'm going to work week to week um, on setting my smart goal a week and I will share it with you when I record my podcast again and probably for the sake of the podcast I will most likely set podcast related goals pick one because they're easier to write um, and two I, I hope that they illustrate um how important and how helpful goal setting is and the, what I like about the smart model framework is that it makes it so uh, see what when I actually sat down to do this part and relate it to goals that I would be happy to share with my audience I had to really th actually think about it you know about it being specific measurable attainable realistic and timely and I had to what I like about it is it gets you to think directly about what your goal is and very specifically. And if you're someone like me who's a big dead who's a big person who you know, who's a bigger bigger picture person who's not a uh, um a details person, then something like this is very helpful in getting things done. And from you know from moving forward in regards to life and such things oh my gosh first eighth right I'm just looking I'm getting my dates so please check out there's lots of reading there are ten plates that will actually on the internet that will help you set smart goals it is one theory one version of setting goals but it's one that I've actually used personally and that I can talk about and it helps me very much Lee, to outline uh, the goals that I wish to work on remember there's a lot of literature out there um, but I can definitely recommend the smart goal setting uh, I will aim to every podcast to set a smart goal and I will read it out probably at the end um, of each podcast because I think it's important to integrate and to talk about topics that we've talked about and to actually have living examples 
um, of what I've what I talk about in in my podcast because it just helps people, you know, to relate to the podcast and to be able to, um, you know, to be able to relate and to be able to use the information that's contained. I will. And I'll probably do it over the weekend. I will share all the links for the Square um, referral merchant link. I will share the links for. Um, I use inspirationonlineshopping.com. I will share links about smart goal setting. Um, and so I look forward to sharing all my smart goals with you, fine folks. And I hope that it, it, um, the smart. Um, smart goal framework um, or model is helpful to you in your goal setting and what made me think about goal setting I've got Anthony Robbins books here at the moment and the ones I've got aren't specifically on goal setting but uh, someone went to someone I knew went to the Tony Robbins event here in Australia he tends to do one a year um, and that's what got me thinking. I thought, oh man, I love Tony Robbins. And so obviously I'll be checking out, um, you know, his literature more. But, and remember, I don't get paid. I don't get sponsored by Tony. I don't get paid by Tony. But if he, f if he feels inclined to, to want to send me his product, please, I'd be more than happy to accept it. <laughs> but yes, so if you're interested in Smart Goal, setting folks please check out what's available out there what literature is available you can go to your local library you can search the internet at the library as well or at home um i think it's a very effective tool and i, I think if you have specific goals then it it can help you deal with, with things that you might procrastinate about it can help you get get things done and become more effective and efficient in the home or in you know at work or, or with hobbies such as the podcast it just it, it gives you a bit of direction uh, which in whichever area of life you decide um, to write your goals about I encourage you to write your goals I encourage you to share them with people I encourage you to make so, you know, to keep it visible so that you will keep following it every day. And I encourage you to read other literature about out there about goal setting, etc. So, thank you for listening today. Eventually, I did get to the topic at hand. I hope that you found it useful. The next podcast, she says tentatively, will be the recording of myself and Roy Mutter. Um and that I will have recorded the audio and I will be sharing it on this particular um, forum. Wish me luck. I have never been interviewed before. So, you know, you're sort of a bit nervous about what to expect. I, I did mention to Roy that, you know, give me an idea of what you're going to talk about. Don't, you know, spring any surprises on me, mainly so I can think about the answer. Um, so the next podcast will be shared and posted on Monday, November the 11th. Please check out, if you can, Roy Mutter's um, YouTube channel, which is called Ms. Ms. Wild, W-I-L-D, separate word, Wahine, W-A-H, 
I N E. Please check out her YouTube channel as the um, she'll probably post the interview early, so she'll probably as soon as she records it, she will post it. I will leave to posting it on this particular forum to the eleventh of November. So if you have any feedback, if you have any comments or suggestions um, for the podcast, please do not hesitate to contact me. I can be reached on my phone, 04998 93955. I can also be reached at the um, podcast email catchupwithb at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. That's all one word. I'll spell it out for you. C-A-T-C-H up U-P with B W-I-T-H-B-E all one word all lowercase at gmail.com yes I did make an email um, if you are interested in sponsoring the podcast if you wish me to review the products if you can think of any topics that you want me to talk about please don't hesitate to ring me or email me um, I probably next week will do a review. I'll add it on at the end um, of a particular product I've been trying this week. And those are fizz sticks from Arborn. My cousin has become an Arborn consultant, and so I'm just trying the product out. If you have any, if you would like me to do any voice work for you, I would be more than happy to do that if you would like me to do some product placement or, ad, or some ad work, um, some product reviews, please contact me and feel free to send me your product and I would be more than happy to try it out and share it and share my thoughts with you. Or that would be absolutely fantastic. Like I was saying, if if you would like me to do voice work for you for radio, for, for TV, if you want me to read your audio book, if you would like me to collaborate or record your podcast, um, I have been told that I have a fantastic broadcasting voice that I won't boast, but I will just nod in agreement there. Um, please... Um, don't hesitate to contact me either on my Facebook page. You can contact me via my personal page, Facebook page. My name is Bernadine Rangi. Um, and I think it's a picture of me or standing on the beach, a black and white picture. That's when you know you've hit the right Facebook page. I suspect there's not many other people called Bernadine Rangi. You can private message me on the page. You can ring me. You can email catch up with B at gmail.com um, I wanted to send a special shout out uh, to my um, to a good friend of mine who's in recovery at the moment and who's struggling special shout out to you my bro um, I have no idea I have absolutely no idea what it is to be an addict in recovery but all I can say about it is that I can't imagine that journey to be easy. Um, so I'm thinking of that particular person at the moment. 
I also wanted to send a special um, shout out to anybody who's experiencing a bit of stress at the moment. I'm probably express, uh, at this present moment in time experiencing a little bit more stress. Funnily enough, I just did that podcast as well. Then I would like, and I think for me, it's about being able to manage it and being able to let get go of the things that I cannot control. Ah, the last thing before I forget, and I didn't write it down, but I will, and that's in regards to stress, and that's a topic I noticed on social media and other groups that I'm involved with, that's coming up again and again and again. So from my stress podcast, I because I, 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 I don't really like to advise people on my podcasts, I prefer to talk from personal experience. All I can say is this, if you are experiencing distress, if you are stressed out, if someone you know is stressed out, please reach out to them somehow. If you are the person in distress, please don't be scared to reach out to someone you trust, to someone you love. Reach out, talk to them if it's a talk, if it's a short talk, if it's a talk on Messenger. Please do not hesitate to reach out if you are in distress, if you are in some sort of mental health crisis. Reach out to someone who will you know will care for you and who will help you to seek the help that you need. Don't be scared, don't be proud. Because pride and fear um, will not help you to get better. So please, if you are in distress, if if you know anyone who is in distress, please reach out to your friends, reach out to your family, say something. It doesn't have to be an elaborate, you know, counselling explanation. It might be, I need help. Don't be scared to reach out to people for support. Don't be scared to ask people for help. If you can't say it, write it down. If you are a caregiver, a person, a partner, gosh, that sounded a bad, a person, a partner. If you are the partner, the sibling, the mum, the dad of someone, a friend who is in distress, who is in crisis, you might not be able to solve their their problems for them, and they're probably not wanting you to do that. Remember to reach out to people. Please reach out to people, point them in the right direction, and do not hesitate to seek professional help, because sometimes that little nudge, that little bit of support, that little hand on the back to say, hey, I've got you, you'll be okay. You might be all the motivation that someone needs to get uh, the help that they need. So please, don't hesitate to seek professional help, whether you are the person in distress or whether you are the person who's who knows a person in distress. And that's mentally, you know, mental distress could be physical distress, um, 
yeah, that's probably my big thing after having to deal with a bit of stress this week. Don't hesitate to ask for help. Don't be scared to ask for help. Don't let your pride get in the way of asking for help. Put your hand up and say, hey, I need a hand. So yes, that, that's my probably biggest reminder this week because I notice on social media particularly, um, good old social media, that there's been a number number of um, suicides or, ne- or attempted suicides. So I thought I would put that in primarily because I've done a... Uh, a podcast on stress management um, from my own point of view of course Um, so yes please seek professional help or for those of you who might need an extra hand or an extra push put your hand up and say I need help I will try every week to put some links up in regards to stress management here in Australia uh, maybe some articles but you know there's plenty of literature out there. There's plenty of information. Um, you know, on the internet. But I would, if you were really worried or concerned about someone and you wanted to know about how to deal with it, I would contact a professional in your area. Whether it's a counsellor, whether it's a therapist, whatever floats your boat. Just so you become more informed of what's of the services out there that are available to assist what I will try and do um, I will develop a list of people of services that you can go to to help deal with crisis particularly mental health crisis I think at the moment um, I'll try and put that on the page um, now we are at the end of the podcast thank you very much for listening 42 minutes later <laughs> um, Hoping everyone is all safe and well and not getting too stressed out at this time of year. On my page, I will put up the links of all the forums that the podcast is being listened to at the moment. I think we're up to seven or eight from what I remember. Thank you for supporting my podcast. Feel free to comment. Feel free to send me some products to review. Feel free to... I'll only cry once if you make a bad comment. I look forward to sharing with you for the next podcast on November the 11th, my interview, uh, and and me being interviewed by Roy Mata, Collier Riddell. Thank you, and I look forward to sharing with you soon.